I am so excited to announce that the doors to Panic to Peace are open. This is my signature program where over the course of 10 weeks, I teach you how to stop managing anxiety and instead create a healthy relationship with it, simply and practically. In it, I teach you the things that are actually going to relieve the anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic attacks, and fears, and get you back to living. And this round is a little bit different from past ones because I'm offering two different options. You can either take the program live with me and also with others who are on a similar journey as you, or you can take it on your own in a self-paced version. The live version is going to be great for you if you're looking for extra support, accountability, motivation, and a community. And in the live version, you not only get all of the live lessons, the check-ins, the Q&As, you also get a one-on-one session with me. And the self-paced version is going to be a good fit for you if you're wanting to take the program at your own pace and soak up all of the lessons and guidance, but do it outside of a group setting. But not to worry, you'll still have access to the Facebook support group and to me. So if this is your year to create a healthy relationship with anxiety and reclaim your life, just head to the link in the show notes to sign up and I'll see you and support you on the inside. Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now, I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations, along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. Okay, I feel like this episode is a little bit different than the ones I typically do, but I'm really excited to dive into these promises that I made to myself when I recovered from anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia, because they're just really beautiful promises that I made to myself, and they really helped me to push myself, and they have also helped me stay recovered for the past seven years. So if you've been with me for a while now, you already know I recovered from my 15-year struggle with anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia seven years ago. But if you're fairly new here, I want to fill you in real quick. So I was diagnosed with severe panic disorder and agoraphobia when I was an early teenager, and it continued through to my later 20s. And I struggled to do most everything. And I struggled especially being in places and situations in which I felt stuck or trapped or lacked control. I struggled with panic attacks almost on a daily basis. I struggled with driving anxiety and toilet anxiety. And if you're like, what the heck is toilet anxiety? (laughs) I experienced a lot of nausea and pain and cramping and all of that because anxiety for me typically manifested with gut stuff. And so I developed a really strong fear of needing to go to the bathroom and not being able to make it to a bathroom. So that's toilet anxiety. I also struggled with intrusive thoughts and I had tons of fears and just... The list really goes on and on. And I worked my absolute butt off to get to where I am today. Like I cannot emphasize enough, I I did so much work to get to where I am. And nowadays, I don't struggle with any of the things that I just mentioned. I do my day-to-day things without anxiety or panic and without all the fears. 
I bring my daughter to school and I pick her up and I go grocery shopping and I go to the doctors and I go out with friends and I do all the normal day-to-day stuff without the anxiety and panic and I also do lots of bigger things or what people would consider to be bigger things like I hike miles and miles up mountains sometimes by myself and sometimes in really remote places I ski, I do lots of outdoor activities, I go on lots of adventures, I fly, I travel, and just in general, my life looks drastically different than it did 10 or 15 years ago. But like I said, I worked my butt off to live this beautiful life that you now see me living. I'm sure you see on some of my Instagram posts like the stuff that I do and what my life looks like. And it's incredible, but it took a lot to get me here. And I've shared a lot of my story and my journey and how I've gone to where I am here on the podcast. And I've also shared it on my Instagram and in my weekly emails that I send. But in this episode, I want to specifically talk to you about three important promises that I made to myself when I was working to recover. Because these promises helped me in so many ways to recover and just to grow and to step into the person that I am. So they really helped me not just relating to my journey with anxiety, but in so many other aspects of my life too. So this first one probably isn't going to come as a big surprise. (laughs) The first promise that I made to myself was face discomfort often. And this is big. Like this is really huge part of how I recovered And it's also a big part of how I've stayed recovered. So when I was working to recover from panic disorder and agoraphobia, I knew I had to do lots of facing. I had to face a lot of discomfort. And it wasn't just about like getting out there and doing the physical things, right? Like get in the car and go to the stores and go on the trips and like face the anxiety. There was so much more to it than that. Like I had to face things that I was wanting to run from and things that I had been wanting to run from for a long time. I had to get honest with myself and really stop being in this victim role and really take accountability for a lot of the things that I knew had to change, but I just, gosh, they made me so uncomfortable to have to make the changes. Like I had to look at some relationships in my life and I had to change some really unhealthy habits and undo a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms. And some of these things are really incredibly uncomfortable to do. And I also had to just in general feel my feelings. Like that was a big one for me that was so hard. I had to actually make space for the hard, tricky, uncomfortable emotions. And not just anxiety, it was anxiety, it was sadness, it was anger. There were so many emotions, shame, like there were so many things that I had to actually feel rather than suppressing and fighting and trying to get rid of these things like I had historically done. I of course also had to do a lot of the stuff that scared me, like even the little stuff. There were so many things that scared me, especially like I said, being in places and situations in which I felt stuck and trapped. Like I had to actually allow myself to be in meetings at work. I had to allow myself to be the passenger in a car. I had to get on trains. I had to do all the stuff that really scared me. I really had to push myself to learn and grow and 
these are all things that I continue to do. Like it didn't just stop when I recovered from panic disorder and agoraphobia. Like these are things that I knew and recognized I have to continue to do these things. Otherwise, I might fall back into some old tendencies. So I've continued throughout the years since I've been recovered to push myself. And just to give you some specifics, right? In 2023, I pushed myself to to face a lot of uncomfortable things because I was feeling like I'm just not not there. Not that I ever think you arrive at this place where you're like, oh, this is exactly who I am and this this feels great. But I knew that I was holding myself back. I knew there were still a lot of things that I didn't want to face and I didn't want to do because they were scary and and uncomfortable. And this sort of doesn't end, right, when you recover. It's like there's so many things that will continue to be uncomfortable and scary and you have to allow yourself to go there. So in 2023, I pushed myself to start going to an adult gymnastics class, which is actually really huge for me because I am a mega introvert and just there was so much surrounding that that was uncomfortable. I also made some big and scary changes in my relationships and I worked through lots of mom guilt and I've honestly done more for me over the past year, year and and a couple of months than I've done for myself in the past like six years. And I also went on a solo trip by myself where I stayed overnight in a cabin in the mountains by myself. I also did multiple solo hikes in some remote places. I flew on a plane and I took a trip with just me and Amelia, which is something that I had not done before. I taught a few new master classes and although I was nervous to to teach them, they were went so well and they were received so well and they were so helpful and they were actually really fun to do. And I in general got a heck of a lot better at slowing down and pulling back and just allowing myself to not constantly go and do which for me, if you know me, you're a client or a student, you know this is a hard thing for me to slow down. And this is something that I teach people. Like you have to slow down. You have to allow yourself to be in stillness. Like your brain has to learn how to be in a place where things are quiet and it's okay when things are quiet. So I, in 2023, got much better at this. So yeah, just saying all of this out loud, my goodness, like I did so much. But it looked so similar when I was working to recover from panic disorder and agoraphobia. Like I was constantly pushing myself and it wasn't always in these big, scary, overwhelming ways, right? It was usually scary, but also manageable. Um, But I had to continue to take those steps and I knew those small, healthy steps, me continuing to face the uncomfortable things is what would actually lead to the healing and it worked. (laughs) So yeah, I truly believe that making this promise to myself and facing discomfort often has what's led to so much healing for me and so much knowing and trust within myself and just being able to feel better about who I am and what I'm doing and and how I'm experiencing and moving through life. Like I feel so much more peace and joy and freedom. So 
I can tell you I've got some really big and scary stuff planned for this year 2024 and I'm really excited to share it all with you you know I will share it on Instagram I will share it here I will share it in my weekly emails if you're not on my email list you definitely want to get on that list because I share a lot of personal stuff there and I'm able to connect much more personally on the podcast and in my weekly emails than I am on social media but yeah I have some big stuff planned because I know facing discomfort sucks it's scary it is really anxiety producing but it is what leads to so much of what we're wanting in life that peace that joy that freedom that knowing that trust like all the dang good stuff so there is always goodness on the other side of discomfort and i always say you have to really allow yourself to go at it okay the second promise that i made to myself probably sounds a little bit silly (laughs) and saying it out loud I feel like sounds a little bit silly but I made this promise to myself and it was to never go back to struggling and this might seem kind of obvious and silly like I said but it was really important to me that I made this promise to myself like I knew when I was working to heal and recover what landed me in the place of disordered anxiety and panic and I really became super aware of what contributed to my struggles and what led me there and I knew the things that I had to fix and I knew how I had to get healthy and I knew I had to take all the steps and I also knew I'm never doing this again like I am never going back to that place and it makes me so emotional to talk about because for 15 years of my life it was so hard And it didn't need to be so hard. Like I often made it so much more hard than it was because I wasn't willing to face the discomfort. I wasn't willing to face myself honestly. Like there was a lot that I just wasn't willing to do. There was of course a lot too that I just wasn't aware of. I didn't know and I had to learn all that stuff. But once I learned, once I developed the awareness, once I really knew and committed to the healthy steps, I could see it was happening and I was like, you are never going back to the place of struggling again. So what I mean by this when I say I'm never going back to struggling is knowing that I had to continue to hold myself accountable. I had to continue to be honest with myself. I had to continue to take care of myself, put myself first, support myself in the very basic ways on a daily basis. I had to have healthy boundaries and healthy relationships and most importantly have the healthy relationship with myself. I had to not abandon myself like I had for so many years. And this is all the work that I did that helped me to heal. But it's also the work I knew that I had to continue to do in order to not go back there. I really had to get really good at taking care of myself. And I feel like I do this really well now And this is stuff that I encourage my clients and students. Like you have to get really good at taking care of yourself. You have to be first. I don't care if you have kids. I don't care if you're married. I don't care what it looks like. You have to be first. Otherwise, nobody's going to get the best version of you. You're not going to get the best version of you. Like if you really want to live this big life, this, this life that's full of lots of joy and peace and freedom, like you have to take care of you. 
And part of this is really getting to know you, getting to know yourself, like what's helpful for you, what you know is is not going to be healthy, what's going to lead to stress, what's going to lead to anxiety. And you have to really learn yourself and really get good at taking care of you. And so now, nowadays, right, I'm not living as if I'm trying to prevent the anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia from coming back. <laughs> like, I don't have these crazy routines. I don't meditate all the time. I really don't meditate at all. I try, but I just, oh, it's something that I've never been able to really like commit to. I don't journal. I don't have a crazy morning routine. Like, I don't avoid caffeine or alcohol. I am not living like I'm trying to prevent it from coming back. I acknowledge anxiety is an emotion. I'm always going to experience it. But I know what leads to the disordered anxiety. I know what leads to that really tough stuff. And I don't ever want to go back there because I know how I got there. And so I'm going to get really good at taking care of myself. And I'm going to continue to get really good at taking care of myself. And I think that this is a lifelong journey, right? Taking care of yourself and really loving yourself and putting yourself first. Like this is something that I always always am committing to like over and over again so I've shared this right I've only had one panic attack in the seven years that I've been recovered and that panic attack sucked (laughs) it was awful it's scary I didn't handle it how I thought I would but I knew why it happened I recognized why it happened and I allowed it to happen right and I didn't analyze I didn't read into it I didn't say oh shit let me, you know, brace, like, am I going back there? Am I going to struggle again? Like, no, I, I let it happen and it's okay that it did. And I didn't tell myself any stories about it and I didn't beat myself up about it. I just went on with living because I reminded myself, Shannon, you are not going back there. You are not going back to struggling. And so I knew what I had to do when that happened. But yeah, this one was such a big promise that I made to myself because I acknowledged, right? I knew how I got there. I had learned how I had gotten diagnosed with severe panic disorder and agoraphobia. I knew how it happened and I recognized what I had to do to recover and and tell myself, right, I'm not going back there ever, ever again. I will never go back there. And it's funny because the first two promises that I made to myself, you know, facing discomfort often and never going back to struggling are very similar and are almost the same promises I made myself when I quit my 17-year healthcare career back in 2021. Like I was so scared to make that leap. It was such a massive leap to say, I'm going to leave everything I've ever known. I'm going to leave everything I've, I've worked for, all of my schooling, all of my education, I'm going to leave it all behind and I'm going to step into the unknown and become a full-time anxiety recovery coach and own my own business and oh my gosh, it was terrifying. But I made these same promises to myself. I will face discomfort often. I will always face the hard stuff and I know that's what's going to help me to actually succeed and I will never go back to this this job. I will never go back to a job again that is not fulfilling, that is not something that gives me all the things I want. I will never go back there. And so it's just so funny. I just wanted to mention that because I thought of it when I was talking through these two promises. And it's just so funny how I've made these promises to myself over and over again throughout my life. So let's get to the third one. The third one 
might sound cliche, but this is a promise that I told my mom, like, I am going to do this. And it's that I told myself I will show others that it's possible to recover from panic disorder and agoraphobia, and I will help as many people as I can to live the lives that they're so deserving of. This was and is such an important promise to me that I will always hold. I will always hold this promise because when I was struggling, I felt so alone and I felt so hopeless for so long. I felt like truly I was the only one going through it. I was the only one that had the thoughts and fears. I was crazy and I thought this is it. This is what the rest of my life is going to look like and I'm absolutely doomed and I never want anyone to feel this way. I don't want anyone to believe that this is what their life has to look like just because it currently looks this way. I want you to know, really know, it's possible to recover and you can do this. So all the work I did led me here to you, (laughs) talking to you on this podcast, showing up on social media. Trust me, it was so freaking hard to start my platform, to put myself out there, to be so freaking vulnerable. But I wanted to do it more than anything. And some of my closest friends, my best friend will say, Shannon, I still don't get it. It's still so crazy to me because I know you and I know how introverted you are and I know how hard it must be for you to put yourself out there and put all your struggles out there. But it's so crazy because it's not hard. It's not hard for me because I know what's on the other side of me doing what I do. I know that it's helping people and I know that it's helping people to live the lives that they've convinced themselves that they're never going to live. And trust me, I wish I hadn't gone through a lot of what I did, (laughs) but a huge part of me is grateful because a lot of my struggles showed me who I am and they helped me to step into this amazing version of myself. Like I am so much kinder, more compassionate, more empathetic, like so many more of the good things. I'm so passionate about helping other people and I really want to help people to live beautiful lives because I know what it's like to feel and believe like it's just not possible. And I know it might sound crazy, right? But I truly am grateful for what I went through and how it's led me here to where I am now. And the messages that I get from my students and clients and just random people that follow me on Instagram, like the messages I get And they're so grateful and they're so thankful and they share how much they've been helped by what I share. Like, it's so, 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 so worth it. So I hope my crazy rambling (laughs) has helped you. I hope me sharing these three promises with you have helped you in some way. And I encourage you, make some promises to yourself. Like, I always encourage make goals create intentions, but I think it's so cool to make promises to yourself and really hold yourself to the promises that you make to yourself. Like these are the things that help to motivate you and keep you moving forward and just help you to become the most amazing version of yourself. So I want you to hear me. You are so capable of creating a healthy relationship with anxiety and being free of the thoughts and the symptoms and panic attacks and fears. Like, I am not special. I am not an exception. 
I know you might think that and think, well, you've done all this, Shannon, but I can't. I used to think the same exact thing. You know, I created this platform to share my story and show you you're not alone. You're not different. There are so many people that are struggling with this and you can absolutely recover. And I've helped so many clients and students reclaim their lives and and do things and live in the ways that they never imagined they'd do. And I want that for you. Like there are so many people out there who have struggled with panic disorder and agoraphobia and they're no longer struggling because they took a lot of healthy and hard steps. And this is something that you can do too. So until next time, my friend, make some promises to yourself. Keep facing discomfort. Keep taking the healthy steps. Keep taking healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.